not as humble as Jake. I'll let y'all know. Texas Tech did get to win the inaugural rivalry game. Oh, that's just oh yeah. yeah. This goes to prove that this year Tech was better at football than TCU. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Oh. Oh. We're getting into uncharted waters here. Stop looking. You found us. You're part of the revolution. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're listening to this podcast. My name is Chris Darnell, and this is episode two of Welcome to the Revolution. Today's episode is all about college. We talk to a wider range of people from around the state who are involved in ESO College clubs on their campuses. The ones we talk to today are TCU and Texas Tech. Now, I do need to warn you that majority of this interview is on the phone, so there's a little bit of feedback, but we hope you sit back and enjoy episode two of Welcome to the Revolution. Hey, um, so I'm joined by a lot of people today. So uh, in person with me is Angelica Lasakis, which is the program um, associate from the Dallas office. Um, we also have Dalton Hill, who is the associate executive director uh, of the North Region, joining us again. Um, Ashley Pena is the executive director from the Southwest region. Uh, she's located out in Lubbock. And then we have Thomas and Casey, both from the university, so TCU, Texas Christian University. Uh, and they are here because today's main focus is ESO College. Um, so before we go any further, uh, I'm going to throw it over to Angelica, and we're going to kind of explain what uh, ESO College is, if you would. All right, um, so basically SO College is made up of a unified club on the college campus and unified intramurals. Um, so for the club, um, which Thomas is our president at TCU, uh, you're taking those students from TCU and SOTX athletes and they're getting to hang out on campus and just have some fun. And intramurals wise, it's basically the same thing, taking those students from the campuses and some of our athletes, putting them on teams together and letting them go out there and have some fun. Awesome. Yeah, so like Angelica said, Thomas uh, is here uh, on the phone with us, and he is actually the president of the SO Club at TCU. So, Thomas, kind of piggybacking off of what Angelica said, what is the main goal of the TCU SO College on your campus? Um. Yeah, great question. Uh, pretty much what we're trying to do is we're trying to – and show them what inclusion is and just kind of the power of inclusion. So by bringing the Special Olympics athletes um, of Special Olympics Texas onto TCU's campus, we're kind of I'm giving them an opportunity to, to be seen and have other students at TCU who maybe aren't a part of the club get to kind of witness this inclusion and to see what Unified is all about um, firsthand. So getting that exposure has just been awesome and kind of that's a great way for everyone on campus to talk about inclusion and all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, also from TCU um, is Casey. Uh, and Casey is the student athlete development. Uh, is Are you the director or the coordinator? Uh, what's your title officially? <laughs> well, it depends on who you ask. Uh, I'm 
formally labeled as the coordinator, but um, sometimes it feels like I do a whole lot more than that. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no, I definitely understand, yeah. So what what is your, how important is your role in getting student athletes and other students involved in this uh, SO club on the TCU campus? Sure, so my primary role is to really um, connect our Special Olympics club on campus with our student athletes. Um, we kind of work together as a team to create opportunities for our teams with Special Olympics to interact with our student athletes here. Um, what we've done in the past is kind of look like, or what it looks like in the past. We've done mini clinics with each of our teams individually. Um, we've also done joint uh, joint clinics. Like, for example, women's and men's basketball did um, a joint clinic back in January that was super fun. Um, we also partnered with Beautiful Lives for that one as well, and it just turned out to be a really awesome opportunity to bring inclusion into the sports world and um, for our student athletes to kind of get to engage with some awesome athletes um, in another city. So my role is really just building those bridges. Um, I don't do a whole lot more because my student athletes uh, take over once our events are kind of put together. Um, and Thomas has been great in incorporating the club and the, the kind of general student population at TCU. Um, and I love just that, that we get to come together and create these opportunities for people to connect under the, the love of the sport and the love of um, being together and uniting on one front. But no, that's, that's amazing that, that an SO, the SO College Club has kind of taken over the entire – TCU campus it seems like uh but they're not all just uh, it's, you know we're even though we have representatives from TCU um it's not just TCU that has all these clubs we've got clubs um all over the state of Texas and Dalton I'd like you to jump in on here and kind of give us a give us a rundown of, of the schools that that you know that have these SO clubs and how important it is uh for our organization to be on these campuses yeah so um we have a few schools and a few colleges and universities across the state that currently have clubs, um, TCU being one of them here in the Fort Worth area, also out in the West region um, in Lubbock at Texas Tech University. They have a club up in Wichita Falls, Midwestern State University has a club, and then um, Texas A&M University has a, an official club as well, and we're still working on some others. Um, some schools that don't have clubs yet, but they're doing some SO college activities and inclusive activities on campuses like University of Texas in Arlington, um, Tarleton State down in Stephenville, um, SFA, we're working with them as well to get started out in Nacogdoches, and then even Texas A&M Commerce um, up just north of Dallas. Uh, they actually have started intramurals. They, their student body is helping form a club right now, and also their um, campus rec department helped lead the national uh, unified NURSA regional, NURSA national competition for unified division, which is our athletes and the students on campuses participating in intramurals together. And so those are some of the schools that we have going. We actually have a lot more that are starting to roll out as we continue to grow this. We hope that at some point we'll have every single major university um, having a unified club on campuses. And we know as we get the word out through platforms like this podcast and other ways that we can incorporate our current clubs and even starting um, club conferences and SO college conferences across our state where we can bring students together on those campuses and our athletes together in those different areas and regions, then we can really see this build and grow. And so 
Yeah, just to piggyback off what everybody else was saying is that the whole point of why we want to do this is because our focus for the next 50 years, um, we, our new motto is the inclusion revolution. And so everything we're going to do and everything that you're going to see Special Olympics, not just Special Olympics Texas, but Special Olympics globally is really growing in the realm of unified and inclusion because for too long, even in the midst of Special Olympics traditional sports, we are still secluding and segregating our population with the rest of the population. And that's not what we want to see. We want to create a better future for generations to come that are just including everybody as peers um, like it should be. And so that's what we want to see happen. And that's what the next step is, is continuing with what we have with Unified Champion Schools that starts as early as two years old through young athletes that goes up through elementary school, middle school, high school, and then even now into colleges to really just set the tone for the future generations where that's all they know is that everybody's getting impacted the same. Everybody's being treated the same. Everybody gets to be included in all the same activities. So that's our goal with SO College as well as everything we're doing going forward as an organization and in our movement. As yeah, I mean, it's all about inclusion and, and you mentioned Texas Tech having a ESO uh, college. So, Ashley, how, how is Texas Tech using this ESO college to include Special Olympics athletes on campus and around campus? Texas Tech has been absolutely amazing in this whole process. Um, we came and we brought this intramural idea to the rec department on the Texas Tech campus. And um, obviously, they really hadn't heard about unified sports before, so we pitched it and we talked about how great it would be to bring our athletes um, on campus. And they said, okay, yeah, let's try it. Let's try it with basketball. Um, we'll work through all the logistics. And they saw such a huge turnout from not only our own athletes, but from the Texas Tech student body. Um, and they got really excited and were like, all right, well, how do we roll with unified? How can we make everything we do unified? Um, and they've just been so amazing at opening doors to our athletes. Athletes who, um, if you grow up in a college town, um, you'll know that they are the biggest supporters of your universities. We have athletes who use their own money to buy season tickets to different sporting events on the Tech campus. And they've always just wanted to be a part of Texas Tech University. Um, and we've been able to work with the rec department to give them that opportunity and to wear jerseys that say Texas Tech on them and get to say they play basketball for Texas Tech. They play like football for Texas Tech. Um, they have all of these opportunities that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Um, so it's just been really cool to see how Texas Tech has helped us open the doors. Um, right now we do four sports. We do flag football and flag football, soccer, volleyball, and basketball throughout the year. Um, but they've also started including uh, fitness classes like Zumba and cardio and different things like that. Um, and they just really have seen how beneficial it is to the student body. So they've gone and they've added staff that just work on Unified. Um, they've been working with our athletes to figure out what else they would like, um, how else they'd like to be involved on the campus. If there's other resources like um, the leisure pool, the rock climbing walls, or different things that they really wouldn't get a chance to use um, if they weren't a part of the Texas Tech student body, um, and figuring out how they could open those doors to them and those resources. Sounds like there's a ton of opportunities on the Texas Tech Texas Tech campus for athletes to be a part of, and we have Jake here that's from the Lubbock area, 
Uh, Jake, are you? Do you take part in any of these activities that happen on Texas Tech's campus? Um, well, uh, I will, I will, I will, <laughs> sorry. Uh, we do a lot of activity stuff. Like uh, we do, we do everything. Uh, now, you know, we try to do this for our sport. Uh, we, we try to do this for. We try to do this for our state. We try to do this for our town, whether Texas. Uh, we did. We did go now around the world. Uh, we get the, we go to College Station every March because uh, we have the Unified Basketball Tournament in the in the March, and uh, and uh, we have, and the sometimes they make it's like if we win, we'll go straight to Kansas or Amarillo. I don't know, but <laughs> uh, um, it's. It's been a, it's been a most important for us because we try to do this for our country, we try to do this for our town, but we try to do this for our, for our sport. Like, and I've been a special Olympics for 14 plus years. Um, I still still talk to them. Yeah, and and we know everything's place, and Ashley knows all the rules. I mean, I had to go for it, and uh, <laughs> and so that's got to be it for me. Yeah, so what delegation are you on out there, Jake? Now the what I'm sorry? What de- what team are you on? What's the name of your team out there? There's this team called Oil Blast Raiders. Um uh, there's a uh, Oil Blast Raiders team. Uh, I think I was like it was back in two thousand six, I was in a different team. Um uh, I was called a High Point Village, I believe. I don't remember which team it was. And, uh, and I was in High Point, and I started joining, uh, Oil Blast in 2013 in the present. So, uh, and that's what I've been doing. So. Awesome. Yeah. And I, you talked about going to Kansas and stuff. And I, and I know that the, the NURSA championship was there last year. And it was, was it going to be there again this year? Yeah. It was supposed to be there. Um, yeah, got canceled though. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, uh, we can so... make it year, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so what? So have the teams that have gone to Nursa? What's your favorite story that you have from Nursa from the past year, even this year, when when teams went part of being SO clubs and stuff like that? Um, for me? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll just throw it to you. Yeah. All right. Um, my my favorite thing was uh, last year at A and M. That was the first year that in our re- or the Nursa region. Um, had unified basketball and people from all the schools are coming uh oklahoma texas louisiana missouri uh so it's a lot of teams that show up i think from the traditional teams there's probably oh about a 200 teams that come to play in this tournament and we are playing all our unified games we're on these two courts um kind of in their um like indoor soccer courts i think it's kind of what we were using and people just walk by and they would stop to watch and I remember sitting there, obviously, like, I had a special big shirt on, but they didn't know I was with the teams or anything like that. And this group of guys who had just finished their game uh, stopped to watch, and I remember them just saying, holy cow, these people, like, these kids can ball. Nice. And that, I oh, remember yeah. just, that made me so happy, because they, you know, you our athletes, we know what they can do, uh-huh. but some of the general population has no clue how talented some of our athletes are. Oh, no, yeah, and it's great to see when they actually realize that how good they are at these sports, and then they're like, they can't stop watching. Oh, yeah, it's great. Or when they're like, oh, he is not an athlete, and I'm like, oh, I promise you he is, but he is just amazing at basketball. (laughs) 
Yeah. No, no, it's great how this, the public, you know, once they catch one of our athletes dominating at a sport or being awesome at a sport, it's like you, you can't stop watching it. It's awesome because they finally feel what we get to feel every day being around them, you know. And, and you know, these clubs, they get to go to Nursa and all these. But let's let's get back to the clubs and kind of how the clubs form. So let's throw it back to Thomas. So how, how did this club on TCU's campus, how did it get started? Um, yeah, so I, I'm originally from Minnesota, and I was lucky enough to be really involved in my high school's clubs and just got to see some amazing things and see how it changed the lives of everyone involved. So when I knew I was going down to TCU, um, I was hoping that they would have a club already, but they did not. So I, I contacted someone from Special Olympics Minnesota, actually, um, and just asked if he knew anyone down here, and he connected me with Dalton, but we were able to connect and kind of talk about process of getting the club started and kind of what that all looks like and he was super helpful with that uh, he was able to connect me with uh, athletes in the Fort Worth area so we were all able to hang out and kind of get that get that good relationship started early and then I just kind of had to go through the process with um, with TCU and the people of like student development services there and go through just formalities to get the official club started and we were able to become an official club in the spring semester last year. So about like a year ago, around this time right now, is when we became an official club. And then got my friends and people that I knew to, to get involved and just encourage them that if you haven't been involved, it'll change your life. It's absolutely incredible. Um, if you have, you already know this. And people are just totally, totally gung-ho and totally wanting to get involved. And they just absolutely loved it from the start. And then... Um, this year, at the beginning of this fall semester, we were able to do, we were able to set up a table at the club fair, and we stood there, had one of the athletes um, there with us, and just kind of talked about the club to all the incoming freshmen, and then had over 150 people um, signed up saying that they were interested in the club. Uh, obviously, not all of them became very heavily uh, invested in it and named everything, but a lot of them did, and that was just kind of amazing to see that just at that one that one event we had that many people say that they were interested and wanting to get involved. It was just super cool to see. Well, that's a great way that, that you started your club and how you got the word out. Were there any other strategies or ways that you got people to, to want to be involved uh, in this club besides going to setting up a table at the fair? Uh, were there any other ways of communication that you used to get the word out throughout the campus that you were starting this club and that TCU was starting this club? Um, actually, that's kind of funny you bring that up because um, Casey was just a huge help uh, with that. Last year, we actually, before we were even an official club, um, Casey and Dalton worked together, and they were able to set up um, a unified halftime scrimmage during a TCU men's basketball game. And that was just that was just absolutely incredible. And we got to go out there at halftime, have a little basketball scrimmage and the crowd is all there. They're all cheering us on and going crazy. And that was really before people knew that we were a club because we weren't even technically a club yet. And after that after that halftime scrimmage, I just my phone started blowing up with people in the stands that saw us just this is the coolest thing ever. How can I get involved? Like this just seems amazing. So that was really that was really a thing that kind of kickstarted it for us. And again, just speaking to that exposure, once once people see kind of like what you were saying earlier, once people see an athlete like taking over in a game, or just seeing how much fun everyone's having out there, just interacting, laughing, just playing the sport, they 
they kind of fall in love with it. You can't, you can't really, I don't know, you can't really explain it until you get to experience it. So being able to show everyone what Unified is all about, that really helped us gain some momentum and get people interested in wanting to join in and see what all the fun's about. Yeah, and from the, I guess from the athletic side of things, every single time that my student athletes were involved with anything related to Special Olympics, 100% of the time they would come up to me afterwards and say, how can I get involved more? How can I do this more? I want to be a part of this. Um, this is the most fun I've had at any other opportunity that we've ever done. Um, and for me, with my student athletes, just getting them to the door is honestly the hardest part. But once they're there, they have the time of their lives. And having having Thomas be that student representation has helped so much as well because we can create this um, bridge between the general student population and our athletic um, student population or our athletes population um, and they realize wow we have this common love of just like being a part of Special Olympics and being a part of um, this inclusion initiative and from then on it just becomes it's kind of caught fire and if <laughs> if this hadn't um, if this, you know, COVID 2019 thing hadn't happened, we had some other things planned for this semester that I think would have just grown the program all the more. And I'm so excited for the next couple of years to see what um, this partnership can look like. It's super exciting. Yeah, it seems like this past year, I mean, starting in the fall, there were so many activities going on on TCU's campuses. Like you said, you mentioned earlier, we you had that uh, one little work they had a workshop with the men and women men and women's basketball teams Casey can you kind of go into more detail of, of what that event what what the day looked like and, and things like that yeah so as an office um well I guess kind of for my efforts that I focused on with Special Olympics and with a couple other organizations that we work with um, our theme this year has been inclusion and really just making that a part of um, every opportunity that we can across our all of our sports. So with basketball specifically, um, one of their coaches had reached out to me and said, hey, I had heard from this organization called Beautiful Lives, um, and they want to host a clinic. And I said, great, I have this great partnership with Special Olympics. Let's create an inclusion clinic where we can combine forces and create an opportunity for um, people with all abilities to come and celebrate their love of basketball. So that had been an origin conversation with Dalton starting at the beginning of last year, probably back in 2018. Um, and we had just kind of drummed up opportunities that we could continue to build upon. Um, and then once we had kind of created a, a foundation last year, this year we started adding it into a, a couple more teams. So I brought in uh, basketball, obviously, and I'll talk a little bit about that clinic Um we brought in baseball. Beach volleyball has been really um, passionate about this particular topic. Um, our soccer team has hosted a special Olympics clinic a lot in the past, or for a couple times in the past. Um, but basketball this year was their first time really getting involved. Um, so after Thomas, um, the coach for our men's basketball team, had reached out to me, um, I had contacted Dalton and Angelica and Thomas and said, hey, team, like, I would love to create this. Do you think we can make this happen in January? Um, honestly, timing for our student athletes is the hardest part about this whole thing. It's like a jigsaw puzzle trying to find time when both teams would have been available. So it happened to be in January, um, and it worked out so well. I mean, they the the teams had planned out a full clinic um, for about an hour and a half um, for both of our teams and then for the participants as well. And then at the end, they got to share um, some smoothies after and just chat and take pictures. Um, they got some autographs from the team, uh, both teams, 
And it was just fun. I mean, I look back on the pictures that were taken during the day, and they just bring me so much joy, like the smiles on people's faces, both our student-athletes and our participants. It was just a really cool opportunity to get to see people loving a sport and just coming together and playing. Um, I don't think my student-athletes get to play very often just because they love the game. I think there's a lot of pressure on student-athletes to perform and to um you know, compete and to just be able to play and just love the sport that they fell in love with when they were little is just a really cool opportunity for me to see as a staff member. And it just helps my student athletes to feel a sense of purpose in what they're doing and a reason for being there. And it just makes me so excited um, that I get to bring in our, um, that I get to bring in our teams um, with Special Olympics being a part of it. It's just really cool. Yeah, it was an awesome day. I remember I was there. Angelica was there. Wouldn't you say yeah, it, was it was an awesome day? It was a lot of fun. There's so many smiles, so many dance battles, which <laughs> yeah. was amazing. Oh, yeah. That means yeah. so many dance battles. That was awesome. <laughs> Definitely my favorite part of the day. So, yeah, so many things happened that day. I mean, the news news cameras were out there. I mean, it was, it was a huge event out there. But like, like we said, we have so many events that happened out there. Um, at TCU, I mean, the rivalry games happen out there. Uh, either Casey or Thomas, I know both of you are a big part of the rivalry games that took place at TCU and, and, and what the atmosphere was like during those events. I mean, can, I, I don't know if other schools um, or campuses are, are doing things like this yet, like rivalry games, but let, go into like what the environment is about. I know there are a couple of them out there. Angelica, I mean you want to go into it or, or yeah, any bone? When Dalton and I first started talking at the very beginning, um, the rivalry games had kind of always been um, at the forefront, and then we've kind of built from there. Um, it can be kind of tricky to get, you know, cross-university teams involved, um, but we've really made it work. And I think this last year, um, our kind of kickoff rivalry game was our flag football game back in September. Um, and honestly, like, I think – and Thomas and Angelica and Dalton can kind of chime in on this. We've all worked like as a team. Um, we all have elements that we bring to those days. And I think we each have our own like specialty that we've kind of brought to those days to make it all that has been. Um, but it's, I mean, it's a team effort and we honestly have a group chat that we have going on um, that we all just kind of bounce ideas off each other. And if I have something that I need um, from them or an idea, I kind of just put it out there and each person does their own thing and makes it happen. And, it's been such an easy transition into making the things work that we've wanted to make work. So it's been a really cool testament to just what can happen once all the right people are involved in making, um, making things like this happen. Oh, I completely agree. Um, some of these rivalry games and everything that uh, you and Thomas have done with the rivalry games, the atmosphere is so much fun. Um, that one that we hosted at TCU um, in the football practice facility I mean, especially with Thomas getting all those club members out there, there was just such a big cheer squad and everything, um, which was a lot of fun. And then a couple months later, taking that TCU team out to Tech to have that rivalry game, which so much fun. Ashley, you want to chime in on kind of the atmosphere out there? Yeah, for sure. Um, so Dalton called me and asked if we could get a TCU Texas Tech rivalry game to happen the night before Tech and TCU played here in Lubbock. And I was all for it. Um, I knew that would bring some really good um, recognition to these teams and get our partners really hyped up about it and our athletes. Um, so we were all for it. We started planning 
Um, and we had this whole grand idea about using the Jones AT&T Stadium and figuring out how we could get everybody there and work out all the logistics to make it a big game time feel. Um, but the Texas Tech Rec has these really awesome turf fields that are a little bit more of an int- or a lot more of an intimate setting because it doesn't seat sixty thousand. And when we talked about it, we figured that would be um, really cool for at least for the first one. Um, so we could get everybody to be like right there on the sidelines and cheering and, and jumping up and down and being such a big part of it. Um, so we were able to get the teams to travel out here. Um, we know Lubbock's a little bit out of the way for most people. Um, so we were really excited to pull it together. We were able to have um, Raider Red come out and cheer on the sidelines um, for not just Texas Tech, but for the TCU team as well. He was handing out high fives and, and pumping up the athletes and leading cheers for them. And so it was just really cool to see how everybody was engaged. Um, it happened to be the same night as Texas Tech soccer playing um, in the playoffs, so we didn't get to have all the cheer squad and all the extra hype that we were hoping for, um, but we had a lot of people just drop in leaving the soccer game that saw our Special Olympics uh, banners hanging out and our signage saying that we had a game, so they came over anyway and cheered us on, and um, it was just really cool. Um, Jake, do you want to talk a little bit about that Texas Tech TCU football game that you played in? Uh, uh, the only thing, and the only thing I can play is a soccer game. Uh, soccer, because I don't, I don't remember I ever played soccer with the TCU guys. I know we did in football. But, yeah, no, uh, you want to talk about the, the football game that we had out at the, the turf field? Okay, uh, sorry. So, uh, uh, the only thing we went to the football, uh, we did this for a football game because uh, we're getting a lot of volunteers out here. Or so. so we did a lot of opportunities for those, and uh, we did everything. So, uh, hey, J- hey, Jake, what was your uh, what was your favorite part about the football game? What do you remember? Do you have, like, a favorite play that you remember or something? Uh, Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of was like uh, I just I just just give me the ball and run. So yeah, that no, that's odd. yeah. My brother likes to take the ball and just run. He's he's a yeah. <laughs> do you do you have a do you have a touchdown dance that you like to do, Jake? I just do the dab. I'm gonna get in what's doing. Yeah, hit the dab. I like it. I like it. He likes to dab and sweat for the cameras once he gets those touchdowns. Hey, that's nice. Heck yeah, we gotta have a showboater out there. You gotta show the world that you mean business, and you are the man. man. All the swag. Yeah, Jake, you seem like you got all the swag, man. Well, I never get flag for that, so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jake. Hey, Jake. Jake, did you score yes, a sir? touchdown? Did you score a touchdown against TCU? Um, I don't think, think we scored none, I believe. I don't remember. I think I scored one or none or so. Nice. Hey, who's got the best? Yeah, who won the game, Jake? Um, Texas Tech. Is it we did or TCU? Is it we did or TCU before? I don't remember. I believe being I pretty was, upset because I believe I heard that Tech won. 
Oh, okay. So I'll just try. I'll just chime in. <laughs> Ash, Ashley's gonna set the record straight here. I'm, oh, I'm not as humble as Jake. I'll let y'all know. Texas Tech did get to win the inaugural rivalry game. Oh, that just oh, oh man, Jake. That just goes to just goes to prove that this year Tech was better at football than TCU. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 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 oh, we're getting into uncharted Dang. waters here. Oh no, that's fire. Oh, oh man. <laughs> we'll we'll get some athletic praises where we could get them. Oh man! Hey, that just that just goes to prove that next year when it comes back, TCG's got to step up. That's true. Oh, hey, Thomas, you got to get your uh, club members and athletes ready. I think I ain't worried about athletes ready to play. That's it. <laughs> yeah, true athlete spirit right there. I'm just ready to play on the field. Right, Jake. Are you going to play again next year against TCU? Well, well. I could play football, but I don't know about TCU because uh, I know TCU has been a tough team. Um, and sometimes TCU's good, sometimes they're okay because they, I mean that team is strong. I mean I gotta tell you, I mean, uh, that TCU football team they're really good. But, uh, and and uh, like I said, like I said, I don't care who wins or not. We just go out there, have fun, and play over there. That's a Jake, I right love there. that. Retweet. Yes, definitely. Let's retweet that all over the place. No, Jake, that's that's perfect, man. That's that's a great attitude to have, and just to get out there, have fun, try your best. As the oath says, "Let me win." But if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. Uh, as that's awesome, man. Is is there anything else, Ashley? Throwing you back out there uh, to the Lubbock area with Texas Tech. Is there anything coming up in the future that you want everybody to know about? Um, we're, we're really excited to get this next fall going, going for us. I know right now we're kind of all at a standstill, but I think unified sports is just going to explode over the Texas Tech campus, especially, I mean, we live in Texas. We love sports. We love everything that involves, um, competition and having to kind of take a break of that for a whole semester is is really like eating away at all of us and having us put our thumbs so we are so excited i think all of our sports um are going to grow um exponentially and you're going to see some of the best rivalry games um texas tech really wants to put together some um rivalry games just here in the but in West Texas area, we have a lot of universities and colleges that are just getting their feet wet, um, like Abilene Christian and Hardin-Simmons, um, West Texas A&M, that, that are, are excited about Unified Intramurals, but not quite as heavily involved as some other universities. Um, so Texas Tech has already offered their facilities to host um, just competitions between the different colleges where we invite them out. Um, offer weekend competitions, whether it's basketball or volleyball or soccer. So we're really going to put together and plan for some of those. Um, but we'll send out those invites across the state and see if anybody wants to take that trek out here to Lubbock. Um, we'd love as much competition, and we'd love just to show everybody about Unified in your murals and what it looks looks like to play Unified on a collegiate campus. We know it's brought some good things to Tech, and we would love to see that on every campus across the state. Sounds like a, a lot of good things and a lot of fun things are going to be happening out in the Lubbock area at Texas Tech here in the near future. Um, Casey, what 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 are the plans and, and what is the future 
uh, right now for the, you know for the TCU club and and what uh, TCU is going to do to help promote inclusion more uh, than they already ha- are on campus? Sure. Well, we have some awesome relationships um, that have already kind of been established with a lot of our teams. Um, I would say that my goal in the future is to be able to have every sport participate with Special Olympics in some way, shape, or form. Um, so we have some untapped teams that obviously once we all are back on campus, I can hopefully start kind of putting that bug in their ear of saying, hey, I would love to get you involved with Special Olympics. You know, how can we make that happen? Um, so that's kind of my approach for at least the next year. And obviously, my student athletes are kind of in a headspace, which is kind of tricky right now of um, just confusion and loss. And so I'm hoping that as I start to plan things for next year, I can really, um, really invest in something that will bring them joy and that will bring kind of the light back to um, a time when there's a lot of questions and a lot of confusion. So, um, and I think honestly, just continuing to involve Thomas and making sure that those bridges remain intact um, once we do go into the next, um, into the next year. Um, my student athletes on my end have really made that a point where they want to continue to work with um, the general student population and just continue to build those friendships and those relationships. And I think offering that special Olympics um, kind of bridge is going to be that perfect tie-in for both of them. So uh, as far as like what y'all have Thomas planned, um, we, again, on our end, on athletics end, we want to make sure that we're continuing our relationship and just continuing to build things with our teams. But um, I think as long as we have Thomas in our world, that things are going to continue to grow in a positive direction. Yeah, Thomas, what what ideas do you have going in the future? What Do you have any awesome plans uh, for the next couple of semesters uh, for the club? Uh, I mean, hopefully they're awesome. Uh, so we just came off of off of our unified basketball intramurals season uh, this, or this semester, I guess. Um, and that was just a huge success. We had, had like a four-game series. Um, and then kind of in between weeks, actually, um, Casey was able to set up us uh, playing at halftime of a men's and a women's basketball game this year. So, again, just a bunch of exposure. Um, we were playing, like, at the same time as uh, intramurals after rec. So, other people going to their games and see, you know, the unified games and just really get to get to sit there and watch and soak it in. So, a lot of people uh, expect, expect interest after seeing us play there. So, hopefully just continuing that relationship with the rec uh, in this coming semester and being able to do uh, like football in the murals, kind of like what Tech has going on. Sounds like they have um, the whole intramurals thing figured out. So, honestly, trying to get, get the intramurals rolling because we figured out that, obviously, Special Olympics, sports, um, sports is a catalyst for inclusion. Everyone loves to play sports and it kind of brings you together. So, if we can get those those intramurals rolling this upcoming semester, I think we'll be in good shape. Um, again, just using – Using Casey as a way to, you know, integrate us with the big TCU sports and kind of use them to showcase our athletes and all the amazing things they do even more. Yes, that sounds awesome. A lot of a lot of good things I think are going to come from TCU and and Tech at that these next few years. Hey, Jake, what 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 kind of things would you like to see done on Tech's campus? What kind of activities would you like to see them do? Uh, well. Um... It wouldn't it be cool if they have a, a baseball for all of us because uh, because I like baseball, so I wish Texas Tech would have that as well. So uh, I just want to do a, I just want to do a, a baseball for Texas. I wish for I was I wish the unified 
plus we do a, a baseball for us as well. Baseball, do y'all work, Ashley, do they work with the softball team out there? Do y'all do anything like that? Um, actually, our Texas Tech uh, softball yeah. team, um, they've been really amazing to us. We they, they invite us out to two softball games each season. Unfortunately, we had to not move forward with that this year. Um, but they do a day uh, games that highlight our athletes. Um, we get to be their national anthem buddies. Um, an athlete throws out the first pitch, and then we do a mini cap after the competition, and we have um, special co-branded Texas Tech softball Special Olympics t-shirts. Um, but as far as, like, helping us host, like, an actual competition um, or being involved with, like, hosting softball intramurals, we don't have anything like that quite yet. But we do actually have softball girls that are a part of our unified club, which is why Tech Softball has been, been so kind to um, invite our athletes out to so many different things. Um, their, Heaven Burton, actually, on the Tech Softball team is one of the the leaders for this group, um, for our Texas Tech Intramural SO College team. Um, she's helped promote it through Tech Athletics um, and recruited some more volunteers for it. That sounds awesome. So like I said, both both these campuses, TCU and Texas Tech, I think are go above and beyond um, what anybody could have imagined what these SO clubs, these SO college clubs could be on this campus, uh, including our athletes on your campuses and, and giving them experiences that I don't think they would have otherwise. Um, it's just, y'all done, everybody, y'all done an amazing job. Thomas, Casey, Ashley uh, on, you know, Angelica getting these campuses involved with us and and supporting us and and supporting our athletes and it's just an amazing thing and 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 to give athletes these experiences i mean jake uh, these experiences that you've been getting out in texas tech i mean on a, on a scale of one to ten how amazing on the, are they um uh, i get that a 10 out of 10 because i know uh, texas i know texas tech has been sponsored us so many times and curry and it occurs that Texas Tech's been one of to do us something for fun and between all of us as well. And, and Latrey, um, she's, uh, she's one of our tech students, and she helped us do everything, like do basketball or everything else for the unified sports. And uh, and then we done and then we done everything. So uh, and I want to thank you. I want to thank Curry Wilson and Latrey for the for the Texas Tech uh, unified. This is for to give me an opportunity. This is giving me a great opportunity to come join with the Unified guys, with, uh, with Curry, Ashley, all the rest of the guys. And, and these guys work really hard and you know, try to get athletics to come support us as we can. And we, get, we try to get everything done as soon as we can. That's awesome. A 10 out of 10. That That's awesome. Uh, again, th- thanks, guys, for, for everything that y'all have been doing on your campuses and, and for our athletes. I, I, they thank y'all, and, and we thank y'all so much with, with supporting Special Olympics and, and our mission to uh, give our athletes experiences at, at these amazing facilities around these amazing people. So I want to thank y'all for uh, joining us today on the podcast uh, and, and and giving these insights to, to what an SO college, uh, college club is and, and what y'all do and, and all the hard work that y'all put into it. So thank y'all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us here. You know.
He'd like to thank you for inviting us to your show. I really appreciate it. Also, before we go, I just want to throw a quick shout-out to Texas A&M because they're doing some amazing stuff with their club, and they've been our regional uh, NURSA basketball champions for the last two years. Um, and I know they were they were prepared to go to Kansas and put their best foot forward at the national tournament. So just wanted to give them a quick shout-out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Welcome to the Revolution. For more information about Special Olympics Texas or any of the programs SOTX offers, please head to SOTX.org. Also, make sure you're checking out So Connected on all of our social media platforms. It's a new way for us to stay connected throughout the entire state. And make sure you're coming back here every week for a new episode of Welcome to the Revolution. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is made possible by our statewide partners. Those statewide partners are the Law Enforcement Torturing Community, HEB Tournament of Champions, Food Town, Independent Buyers Co-op, Knights of Columbus, City of Richardson Corporate Challenge, Coca-Cola Southwest Beverages. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you join us again on the next episode of The Revolution.